Well, I think I think it's just how the good Lord designed them because they got the, generally big they got the thick rumpers back there. They do. <laughs> 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 oh, oh man! Oh, dude! Oh man! I love. Shout out, Mitch. <laughs> yeah, hey, everybody! Welcome to the Backwoods Babble. I'm Mothman. I'm Yeti, and we're ready to go. I'm feeling good today, man. I'm feeling good. I'm. I. I feel like I wanted to do this podcast today. You look. You seem fired up. Yeah. Yeah. I got some sleep. I got a good nap. Good. I, I'm super sore from working out. Trying to. Uh, Lose some of these uh, this excess fat I have. Yeah, well, makes you can save it. But my energy is my energy's okay actually. Yeah, I can but I can tell. I, my I shoulders and shit hurt, but yeah. I'll make it. I'll persevere. Right on. And we'll that's what it. it's all about. It's all about perseverance because when you come from where we come from, you got to be able to persevere. Oh yeah. Let's get started. Got my one foot on the mountains. I've got one toe in the sand. Now my heart's in a cornfield, and I'm just a shattered man. You're in almost heaven. It's almost heaven. It's almost heaven. It's almost heaven. It's almost heaven. But it sure, it sure feels like hell. Almost heaven. It's almost heaven. It's almost heaven. It's almost heaven. It's almost heaven. But it sure, it sure feels like hell. All right, so going into this, we are uh, going to try a new segment called uh, Muddy Creek OGs, where we do some interviews with some old-timers from uh, the backwoods. Hell yeah. So uh, here's the interview that uh, Captain Brown and I did with uh, my Aunt Ruby, which is her mom, and uh, we're going to do a little reaction to this. Never even heard it. This is something totally new, so we're in this together. Here we go. Keep your hands. Start at the beginning, Mom. Okay, uh, if you've never heard the story about uh, Collins Holler, I've heard that Charlie Manson and his gang were up there also. But uh, we, uh, we became aware of it. Uh, this old man used to come down, his dogs, and he would talk to my uncle and all that. And he had a place that he rented, uh, uh and Ma had kids. Well, uh, he hadn't paid his rent, and Mr. Collins went over and demanded the rent, and he didn't have it, so Mr. Collins got a shotgun and shot him in the head. Shit. And his son ran down to our house and to the and said, Mr. Collins killed my daddy, and he still had the brains, his daddy's brains on him. Golly. And he vowed that he would kill Mr. Collins, but he lost his mind. How old was he? Uh, at that time, he was about seven. I'd uh, lose my mind, too. Yeah. And how old were you guys? Seven years old, uh, man. Or you? Well, I was time. about the same. I, I was about five to seven years old. And Daddy, um, he put us all in the car. And he drove over at Wayne to you know, tell the sheriff what had happened. It made me a little and, uneasy, uh, like spooky. Yeah. I remember he yeah. said, keep your heads down. Because we didn't know where Mr. Collins was. They said he was out on that hill behind Luke, that shotgun. No, like at that time, was the guy like renting a house or something? He was renting a, probably a hut, you know, a little shack. So like, what, what this, would rent made? Would probably be uh, $15 a month. He was a tall, skinny man, and he would come down naked 
with just a <laughs> shirt tied around <laughs> what he had to hide. And uh, balls. when all the boys, that boy's nutty, wanted huh? relief <laughs> from their yeah. sexual desires, every one of them went up to Mr. Dawkins. Oh. And Mr. Dawkins, he had probably 25 dogs. Oh, and he slept with them. Oh, they lived man. with him. What the fuck? And, Dude, uh, what in the... Then, I can't drink You know, this I could see some of those uh, boys that I know right today. Hey, and I would bring that up to them, and they would turn blood red in the face. <laughs> Shit, I'm turning blood red. Man. That's, we knew what they were that going is, up there for. Oh, my God. Because couldn't get nothing else yeah. from us girls. Um, <laughs> couldn't get none of the girls. But Mr. got sick. And then they worms. said that he had Rocky Mountain spotted fever that was caused from ticks. So they say. I'm Probably laying with all them dogs, AIDS. though. She said she thought well, it anyway, was AIDS. The police Before AIDS over, was AIDS. Yeah. They got makes... every one of the dogs. They shot them. They threw the, the dogs in that shack that Mr. D lived in, and they burnt the dogs and the shack down. That's some gangster shit right there. That's just a little bit of my childhood that I remember. Golly. From Collins Holler. Collins Holler and Mr. They stood out among everybody there. Oh, and there was this old man. Man. So they had that guy just didn't give a fuck. Which one? It sounded like a couple of them, man. Like, well, the, shit. There was one. That, there was the one that uh, shot the dude in the head well, for, the, for well, rent money. Well, the kid. I mean, the small kid was seven. Yeah. I mean, that would have scarred anybody. Oh hell! They said he had his brains on his head, man. Because back then, his dad's brains hanging well, from his head. Like, well, nowadays people probably wouldn't even know because they're so sheltered and oh you yeah, know, pussified. But back then, you had to grow up fast. So oh, that dude probably did it extra fast. He was probably like he probably went through puberty at nine, dude. Oh, he had it. That's crazy. Yeah, and then. Dude, the first case of AIDS probably coming out of that holler. I man. guarantee it, man. A lot of homosexual. But it would sex. make it would kind of make sense though with the with the the tick disease because if he's laying with them dogs like that. Yeah, though. yeah. So kind of that kind of makes a little sense too. Yeah, but I mean, it sounds very AIDSy. Yeah, it does. Like I mean, with all the 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 uh, I want to say this nice butt fucking. All the butt fucking going on there, um, Dude, and the relieving that, sexual tension. Ugh. So I don't know about that, all that job. That was back when people were super scared to be open. Oh yeah, with yeah. that stuff. So yeah, I, so I bet when she brought it up, their face turned blood. But I bet you they fucking. Oh, dude. I bet you they were like, uh. Yeah, yeah. I ain't gay. <laughs> yeah. I ain't gay. I like girls. <laughs> 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 so uh, like he's tying the shirt around his. Hoo ha or whatever. Trying to wait. Hoo ha. That's pussy, isn't it? Well, he's got a back pussy, so I guess it makes <laughs> yeah, sense. Yeah. He definitely <laughs> used it for that, for sure. Dude, uh, the uh, the other thing is the dude that went to prison and stuff, and then yeah. when he got sick, and they asked for her mom to pray for him. Yeah, that, I think that that's is just. Deep. I just think that's something special. To uh, there's something special about a about a mother praying. Yeah, yeah. A mother's prayer. Oh yeah. So Absolutely, a little and bit they, deeper, and they said, uh, a little more sentimental. They said my mama Ruth was like a legit, real Christian. When it came to, uh, I guess, when it came to the homosexuals, uh, she didn't hate them. She would pray for them. That That's they what you're supposed better. to do. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, but she was one of the first ones to do it. I guess out in that holler, man. They just, oh yeah, especially when you're down in the holler. Then days. <clears throat> A lot of uh, backwoods heretics. Man, you wear your pants a little too tight, and they're yeah. fucking mm. hair touch your ears, man. If they'd have seen my mullet, oh, I'd have been, I'd have been the devil. You'd have been got. That's for sure. You'd have been got. Yeah, that was a wild story, man. Yeah, I kind of like that, man. I'd like to get some more of those uh, muddy creek OGs, man. Like I'd like to hear some stuff from uh, your papa. Yeah, he's got. He, He's got some I know stories, he's got man. Some, he has to have some yeah, stories. Yeah, he's man. got he's some stories. Johnny got some stories too. Oh, Johnny, big good one, man. We We'd have to. I wonder. I don't know. Mm, I wonder if he let us like film it though. No, no, no. We could just do it just like that. We could yeah. just use a recorder. Yeah, we could. 
Yeah. I, I think he'd probably be down. Uh, dude, my mom's got some stories too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude. I mean, any man. of these, uh, any of these OGs, man, because they they were, uh, you know, they could say what they want, but like this, the backwoods and stuff back in the day, it was it was like. Uh, it was some gangster shit going on, man. Yeah, it was. It wasn't the concrete jungle. It was the real. Yeah, like, it was the jungle jungle. It was the jungle jungle as far as, you know, being from the south. And oh country. yeah, and then motherfuckers will bury you out there through you on fucking. Oh, I, I couldn't. I couldn't imagine how many uh, people oh, was actually buried out in those woods out there, man. There's probably people. There's so many probably bodies and stuff down in old mines. Oh yeah. Closed down. Yeah, especially that, throughout them years. Man, that was almost that. That almost like I bet if you got into it long enough, man, it could almost be like a murder mystery. Like, if we really wanted to dig into it, man. Hell, we've been in like some houses of some murders before. Don't you remember mm. that whole case out on uh, Hickory Ridge? Oh yeah, yeah. We stayed in that trailer and found the uh, the tapes, the confession. Well, it was like confession tapes and like notebooks of the mom yeah. of the killer. Like trying to win the case, it it was nuts. We were just staying out like there her, partying and shit. It was her diary, and we were just out there, just getting drunk. That's back when we just didn't give a fuck about no, nothing. No. We we stayed in a ha- one of the darkest. I that had to been like one of the darkest spiritual places I've ever. Like, there was a different a aura. Yeah, it was. I could feel it, man. Like I could, I could definitely feel it. Just this darkness, like something didn't feel right it, while we yeah, were there. It like. It's so crazy, but the air in that trailer felt off. It, it felt, almost felt like different. wrapped around your skin. You know what I mean? Yeah, like almost was, like you wore it. It was like, especially like if you went to the bathroom and took a piss. Yeah. And you're just by yourself, you can really like feel it then because it was like, it was almost like stone silence. Yeah. And then, but you know, there's really never no true silence, but it was like. It just felt, it was just so off. It was you, crazy. You know, they talk about, like, uh, people who uh, murder and all this stuff, that they've got, like, this mental issue or whatever, like this, uh, uh, what do they call that, uh, sociopath or whatever. But I don't know that it's that, man. I think that there are, like, spiritual uh, entities at work, like dark spirits at work, and whether people even know that they're subconsciously listening to these voices, I think there's probably like some dark, uh, dark spirits and stuff talking to these people and they're listening. Cause you, you know, you have a choice, like you have a choice to listen to the, the right, you know, the right way. It's um, your conscious. Uh, maybe, maybe kind of like, like, you know, once you're young and you're in a grocery store mm-hmm. and you're like, I want this candy bar. I want a piece of candy, but your but your parents are like no, and your thought was I'm just gonna put it in my pocket. Right. As a kid, maybe that was just somebody telling you, "Hey, put it in your pocket, put it in your pocket." You did. They know you got a weaker mind. Right. Right. That, that's how it starts. So it, you know, it's still small, it's small still steps. sin. Thou shalt not steal. It's right. still like whether anywhere you put it. For sure. Yeah, a sin was committed, and it was just you know a darker entity taken taking hold of that but 100%. still kids kids are innocent man i ain't gonna sit there and like act like kids are you know i think i think once they get to about the age 15 16 then they become more depending on you know some some things happen in people's lives where it makes them have to mature quicker and stuff yeah and, yeah and then that's whenever it comes back once they're older because they never got to live their childhood and stuff uh, in that situation as far as the age of accountability i don't know that kind of stuff I would just yeah. imagine. I would just imagine if we have the uh, mercy in the United States to, uh, you know, judge between juveniles and adults. I imagine that God definitely has that mercy to judge between juveniles and adults. Yeah. So, I don't but know. anyways, that that got kind of deep. It was deep. That I mean, that that's make you think, man. It really yeah. would. And, you know, I've been thinking about something, man. What's you know, that? you talk about like when you're younger and stuff. It kind of. Uh, you know, trigger something in my head. I was thinking about like happiness. Like, you know, I was driving in the car to, the other day and I was like, am I truly happy? And I, in my perception, like my interpretation of what true happiness is, is not the same. Like the way I feel about it now is that happiness isn't like this constant, you know, like I believe what I shoot for personally now, like before when I was younger, I used to like chase this everlasting happiness 
to try to obtain that, and that was like my goal all the time was just to try to be everlastingly happy. But now it's like what I try to maintain is a state of content, of trying to be content and happiness is kind of like an opportunistic thing, like where I, you know, see the opportunity to grab a little happiness. I grab it, enjoy it while it's there, and then when it goes, I try to go back to content. You know, you might have that little drop to where you get super sad, but then you just try to balance out a content. I feel like that's just a maturity thing I think, for me. Uh, you remember uh, Nocturnal Rainbows by Hobson? The 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 final line in, in the verse, uh, I think in verse 3, he says, to live is naturally naturally hell. You got to work to put a smile on. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of, if you, happiness is something you can achieve, and it can be something. It can be you, something as simple, you know. It can be down to the most simple thing that would make somebody happy. Mm-hmm. But oftentimes, you, you're not going to be happy. If, you know, you you wake up, you sit down, you're being lazy all day. Unless that's your goal is to be lazy all day, then maybe that's your happiness. But generally, like going fishing, you catching a fish. That's in that moment that that is happiness in that moment you hook that fish that's excitement right once you get that fish to the bank and you actually are able to hold it in your hands that's yeah the moment but, of but relief the, and happiness you're like yeah. i got it yes yeah but the point leading up to that isn't necessarily yeah it's a little bit of work a little bit of frustration but there's also like that contentness and the peace but it's like a wide range but yeah once you hook that lip man oh it's kind of like a kind of like a little uh little hand orgasm or like oh dude i don't know i get like whoo i get just thinking of hooking a big bass man oh, oh shit when it when that bass hits it's it's like it's exactly like you're coming when that when they blow it up out yeah. of your hand oh, you're like oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah i've heard many people oh, oh, oh. <laughs> they yeah. get excited yeah dude i saw a video the other day <laughs> and it, and it's so funny this little kid caught like a nine-pound bass. This thing was gigantic. Oh, no, right? I saw that, man. And the guy was so happy for his kid. At first, he hugged him. Then I think jealousy ensued because like he high-fived him extra hard, hugged him extra hard. I was like, damn, he's uh, aggressive. Then like he started to get the fish off the hook and the let net, and then he just throws it in the boat. And he's like got this mad face. And like he takes his hat off and slams it on the fish. I'm like, dang, dude, that. No, no, no. I know what you're talking about. He just beat the shit out of his fish out of pure excitement, but it had to turn jealousy because he's like, my fucking little retarded son caught this. Yeah. I wish I caught this. I will never be able to catch it. Did he say that? No, but that was what I I mean. Oh, that's the vibe you caught? That's the vibe I caught. Yeah. I've been like so happy to where like. Uh, let's see, like, you know, like when you, uh, like say you made a basket or something you've been trying to make and then you just like slam the ball. Like, yeah. What's up, bitch? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like maybe, maybe it was that, but I mean, oh, woo, that boy just hopped. He's shook excited. the studio energy. But yeah, man, uh, that, that's kind of what I think though. But like, do you think that pure happiness while on earth is a constant, uh, like, can you constantly be happy all the time? I think, uh, like, happiness, Mm -hmm. like, ultimately you can be happy, but you say content, but I think it's, like, peace, peaceful. You're at peace peace with the moment. You're at peace with the moment, and that, that may be able to reach out and be happiness to you because a lot of people think happiness is object objective like as far as an actual object like oh i i got this car oh yeah you see it time and time again we sell cars and stuff at work people are happy in that moment and there's no like that feeling people get driving a new car off the lot that's like relief that's happiness that's i did it that's happiness in a sense but Mm. a month from then, you're, I mean, it's just a car at that right, point. Right, right. It's not. It's, so it's happiness not. happiness comes in moments. Yeah, yeah. So you got to grab them. That's why. Like that. Beer makes me happy. Like, I'm like telling a, you right now, like, beer is one thing that I can get a hold of, and it sing, makes me happy. Sing for the Moment by Eminem. Oh, yeah, we yeah. We take grab these moments, moments and we freeze and we hold them. Yeah. 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 So you got to remember the moments of happiness because you're not going to be happiness all the time because 
you got different emotions. You're going to be angry. You're going to be, you know, sad. You're going to be just not wanting to deal with nobody. You just like, so I think happiness is moment to moment. But do you think that like, however high you get, you have to come back down that low? Kind of like uh, for every action, there's an equal and opposite uh, reaction kind of thing. Like if you get this high, because think about a hangover. Like you feel so good. Like you go from here, which is like on the content line, and then you go up to super high. So you go up this high. But then when you come down on that hangover with the emotions yeah. and the headache, you come yeah. back down here, and then you kind of recover and get to floating somewhere. Almost like a stock market <clears> or something. <throat> Um, I think there is some truth in that because at your happiness, you have to have something to compare it to. So you be your bottom, like, oh, I'm mm-hmm. so unhappy. But I think there's like a time, like if it happens recently, like, oh, you hit your bottom and you're like, oh, I'm not going to do this. And something happens, then you're going to be peak happiness, right? In yeah. a sense. But if it's something you're just every day, I, I don't think, it, I think in certain instances that would be true. But I yeah. think for the most part, if you're if you're pretty content, you're not hitting those lows, but you'll get happy because no matter what, everybody's gonna, you know, experience something's gonna make them sad or jealous or right, right. envious and stuff like that. But I I think it's the opposite. I think you can be happy, but I think like once you're happy, you don't think of anything else being happy. You're not gonna be like this is the happiest I've ever been. You know, <laughs> yeah. nine times out of ten, well, I, you're not gonna say that. I, but I, you can hit I rock did. bottom when my daughter was born. Okay, yeah. But yeah, there's certain instances that you, that you could do that. But as far as like hitting rock bottom, then no matter what in life, you're gonna hit these low, low points. Actually, to tell you the truth though, because like when she came out, she uh, like it didn't look like she was breathing. And dude, I went so low. Like I went to the point that I felt dead. Like I literally felt like a dead person within my own body, and that was like the lowest I felt that I can remember for a split second. And then when she started breathing and crying, boom, I was that much higher again. Like I was on cloud nine, dude. I was like tears pouring out. Like just, it it was so crazy. Like the ball of emotion, like it's so many emotions. I think it's more than just happy. I think it's, that's like life. That's like seeing life, you know, like, I think that's like the point of like love yeah being in the, love there's with, definitely with, god in all of that yeah too. You, you see that breath of life and then you instantly yeah. feel the most love you've ever felt oh yeah the most Absolutely. happiness you ever felt the most as a protector you you know all these things combined into one and that i've i don't have a kid but you will could, one day i bet i could pretty much sense of how you know most people talk about when they're when they have their kids it's it's kind of like his like I want you to have a kid so bad, boom, man. Boom, maybe. I want you to. I might I try know. to get you and Emily drunk and like put y'all on the couch together <laughs> and see what happens or something. Like, does <laughs> that does that get me me too? Like, if I just like I don't do anything. You have your friend do it. Yeah, <laughs> I think <laughs> like, I think it'd get us both me too. <laughs> yeah, like, but but like it'll be you <laughs> who's not consenting. Like, I'll be like, dude. So what did he do now? Like, so can he I, took. Could I me to you? At this he, point? he took two consenting adults that are consenting with each other, but they did not consent to not pull out. But he set it up that way to where they would be so drunk. I don't know. I want to. I want to see a little curly-headed baby come out of this dude's man pussy. That's what I want to see. I want to see it running around with a little Quentin. That baby will have or little Quintina a great personality. <laughs> fucking awesome personality. It would, man. It'll make you laugh off the rip. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just what it is, man. But, you know, it's just such a weird time in in our history right now for me to consciously want to bring a child in this world. We need warriors, man. I'm not saying warriors. that uh, could, he couldn't be a warrior, she couldn't be a warrior, whatever. It's just it's such a weird time. Yeah, but with, but with everything. But you know? here's my thing, like I feel like so many stupid people are breeding. You got to outbreed breed them, man. They're yeah. they're beating us. Like, okay, so if the only people that are fucking and like coming in each other are like I think a lot of people's eyes are open though. Should I say come? Ejaculate in each other? Ejaculation, but you said come before you said that, so and I've said my hand comes. I mean, oh, I, okay. 
I guess you can. But what I'm saying though, like, I mean, they, but they're doing it. They're doing it. They keep on ejaculating in each other. Well, here's the so, here's the big thing. I think uh, with everything, a lot of people on that side of it, yeah, his eyes are open. The wool's being lifted over their eyes, and they're slowly like, "What the fuck?" And and they're slowly realizing, like, I've just been ejaculating in everything. Like, fuck. I got 12 kids. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And next thing you know, you know, they're they're trying to go to next Canada. Next thing you know, they've bought all the uh, <laughs> they bought all the orange soda. Hey, next thing you know, they got a general. they got a huge tax return, dude. Huge, huge tax. Well, see that why would they stop, man? You get Well, it kind of sucks because you get one big tax return, but you got to have custody of the kids to get it. Nine times, most of these motherfuckers out here ain't got custody. <laughs> They're out here going to prison because, especially in like places like Kentucky. Fuck Kentucky, by the way. Oh, Actually, gosh, I shouldn't nah, say nah, that. I love my Kentucky brothers, I man. Say, I got I always brothers say out that in Kentucky. I like Kentucky. It's kind of like a joke. But, uh, yeah, man, it's, speaking it's of fucking things, like, like I got Ohio a, drivers, those are jokes. I'm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm pulling, I'm pulling the middle finger down a little bit on Jim Justice because yeah, it, dude. It, it was announced June 20th, mask mandates will be over on our, uh, state's anniversary. And I, it was also announced that in September, he's removing unemployment benefits. Boom. Happening, oh, dude. man. I want to get into that after our pee break. Oh, Yeah. But yeah, he's rem- he's he's putting in a thing in to to remove unemployment benefits, and the only reason he's doing September is to give people time, time to get jobs, especially if there's somebody that's trained in like a mechanic or machinist and stuff. Yeah. They can have the, a lot of time to find. What oh, their skill I, I is. really I really want to crack into that, but let's take that pee break. Little piss action. A little, mm. little piss action. A little piss action. Little piss break. But we ain't gonna break our pisser. All right, finger gun. And we back from pissing, and I pissed outside because I'm yeah. country as fuck. I pissed in the toilet because, uh, I don't know. My He's trained now. Yeah, I'm trained. Domesticated. Domesticated. And we're back with the fucking big dick energy. A big dick energy. Boy. Who? Anyway, let me take a swig of this. This, uh, what looks to be like apple juice. Yeah. Could be apple juice. Could be whatever your mind wants it to be, honestly. Yeah. It's beautiful. Your mind's powerful. Keep in mind, he did say he pissed outside. I don't know if he took the cup with him or not. So. Uh, it, I mean, I'll, <laughs> I'll try to let you look. It kind of <laughs> looks a little, you know. Yeah. Anyway, so, uh, oh, yeah. So before the piss break, we talked about uh, Jimmy Justice finally coming clutch for us. Yeah. You know, he's giving Jimmy a hard time, so he's only got about a half finger right now. He's yeah. got a little bit of more stuff to do. He he ain't he ain't gave up on those uh taxes on the uh breweries and I'm not gonna let that go. Yeah. That's something we're gonna stand by. Speaking of which, Rails and Ales. Rails and Ales wins that. Tickets are on sale right now. I bought two tickets. <gasps> Me and Emily got tickets. Shit. So get you a ticket. It's on Eventbrite on the app. Uh-huh. By it's uh August tenth. August tenth. I so will do that. Hopefully by that time this pandemic's done and deaded and we can go uh, support local breweries because that's what it's all about, baby. Absolutely. So I'm getting so excited thinking about oh, it, man. Yeah, I've never dude. been. I've been just one time, and the one time I went was it was uh, such an amazing experience. And you could tell everybody where it's at. It's in Huntington. Uh, West Virginia at Harris Riverfront Park, August 10th. Tickets are on sale right now. And you can get a VIP, which is really not worth it in my opinion. But you get it, you buy your ticket, you go up, they scan it because it's on your phone, uh-huh. and they give you a little mug, probably about six ounces. Mm-hmm. And there's just breweries set up, and you just walk right up. I want to try this so, one, and they fill you up because once you pay that ticket, all the all the alcohol is. All you can drink. So what's the VIP? I think VIP, like, you don't have to wait in line. You get pretzels and stuff to kind of help keep you your sober down. I might need that. So, I but, might need But that. there's food trucks everywhere, too. Oh, shit. So, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then there's, like, uh, local shops. Like, So there's going to be a lot of, like, from the tri-state area, a bunch mm-hmm. of shops there, like people with soaps, people with, uh, you know, clothes to, you know, cornhole boards, a bunch of stuff. How, how much are tickets? Do you remember right off? I think they're like fifty bucks. Yeah, I'm buying them like directly after after we, this. Uh, after this, yeah. Heck I'm, yeah. So 
Anyway, but anyway, Jimmy Justice is looking to end the unemployment benefits in September. Um, and the only reason, like, he's waiting, like I said, is to give people that's got, like, a trained trade or yeah. somebody went to school and, and, and has a, you know, a career. So that way they have the opportunity to get back in their field. Mm-hmm. That and which I like that I'm not I'm not against that at no. all, which is going to help because it's going to, especially in West Virginia, give our little local economy a, a, a little little bump, yeah, a little bump up, yeah. And uh, I think it's good to kind of cut the unemployment benefits because, excuse me, there's a lot of people out here mm-hmm. that are fit to work, yeah, and a lot of them, you know that. Regardless of how you feel on anything, as far as, like, COVID and stuff. Yeah. Like, if they're scared to work, uh-huh. that's one thing. If they have true anxiety, because I know how bad, rough anxiety can be and stuff. Oh, yeah. We've talked about it. That's a, that's a little different animal. But there's a lot of people, and I know a couple of them, that are just content with getting their unemployment and sitting and doing nothing. And some of them, you know, it's not like... I know, I know a couple of them that was fired during the pandemic, uh-huh. so... You know, they had no choice because there wasn't no jobs hiring. But now at this point, a lot of places are hiring. And, and, you know, with my position now, with my company I work for, we're trying to, you know, it was tough hiring just for the simplest job for somebody to detail and wash cars. And I think we went through like six to seven people right before somebody stuck. Yeah. I mean, they interviewed, they would come in. And they would hang out for like 10 minutes to an hour and they'd be like, oh, I'm good. And they would never sign the paperwork or nothing and just leave. And right, just like, so they can say that they we're did. like, come on, man. Just so they this. can say that they did the uh, interview process. I, yeah. I think the actual numbers are like, if I'm not mistaken, I think I heard uh, 8 million jobs were put out there of people hiring and only 260,000 were filled out of 8 million. That's a lot, man. That, that's like... Yeah, that's a lot of jobs out there with very that's not it that's like a drop in the bucket. And I understand people's argument too when when a lot of people were laid off, they're like, Why am I laid off? And it's like, Well, we can't we don't make enough money to support you giving you a living wage, really, if you want to look yeah, at it in that yeah. sense. And now that they're making more money by not working, why would they go back to that job where they can't where they're making minimum wage, and I get the argument, but well, I think it was like sixteen dollars an hour is what if if you broke the unemployment down uh, to what it is, it's like sixteen dollars an hour to not work. Yeah, versus um, and minimum that, and that, wage. And around here, sixteen dollars an hour is just a decent job. Like that's a pretty decent job, sixteen dollars an hour in West Virginia. So yeah, um, it it's not fair to companies. Uh, Basically, they're having to compete with the government. Um, I don't blame the people. I don't no. blame the people whatsoever because yeah, if if, if you can make more by not working, why work? Seriously, yep. like why work? But here's the problem with the government. Uh, basically, com- they're competing with these companies. What's well, not fair because the companies have to actually make that money. They have to earn that money or sell product to you know to have that money to begin with to be able to right. pay the people now the right. government is on the other side of it they've got the federal reserve they can just print money when they feel like it and, and when they out. do that it just devalues the currency anyways it so devalues the currency it devalues local business it devalues big business it just devalues it all because they don't right. but here here's my thing it makes our dollars worth less like the people who right. are working we don't have as much buying power with our dollars here's my thing with if you can make more money by not working mm-hmm. than working, then do it. But there's something within, like, I guess it may have been how I was raised. It's spiritual. Seeing it's spiritual. how, like, my dad, he worked crazy hours right. trying to make ends meet for all of us kids and stuff. I think it's just something called dignity that a lot of people lost during this. Well, if a man um, does not work, then don't let them eat. That's, you know, that's biblical. Uh, a man who does not provide for his family and uh, especially his close relatives is no better than the infidel. Now, I would have loved to, you know, do the non-working thing and just focus 100% on podcasting and, and, and 
But you'd still be doing something. You'd be like, because right. there's, there's monetizing that comes with that. You're producing something because you're, you're working towards, yeah, you're something. Working there's towards something. There's a goal to try to monetize the but podcast. That's, that's that, starting a business. So that's still working. Yeah. And you're using the unemployment to be the, to, the funnel back into your business to right. try to get it up and going. A lot of these folks aren't doing that. They're just no. They're just I, spending it on Xboxes. I saw I saw a line today. I don't know what it was, but I just saw Crazy. a big tent that said free phones. Man, that they had that stuff lined up, and I had to wonder: Are these people going to take these free phones? Did they even need them to begin with? Because more than likely, they probably didn't. No, but. Because I think they got their free phones in the Obama era or whatever by the government. But I don't know if this was a government thing. But I just wonder how many of those people were taking those free phones and looking through job applications. Were they doing that or were they calling to get some dope? What they did Because they definitely did not look sober. What they probably did do is got all the free phones that they possibly could have got and went to Walmart and dropped them in those little phone recycling bins that give yeah. you cash for phones and got them a little got them a little uh, change in their pocket to go do a little dope yeah i mean and not saying everybody's out there doing dope but everybody's out there doing dope yeah they kinda <laughs> i love i love dave chappelle's uh <laughs> what he said about like you know comparing the heroin epidemic to the black epidemic and he's like i don't give a fuck <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> It's crazy, man. But oh man, that's good. I don't, I don't really want to get into the heroin problem quite no, yet. We no. we got a special guest coming on that's going to give us a different perspective uh, than yeah. what we're used to. And, and that was the jokes, by the way. Yeah, don't don't yeah. take it serious. Like oh, addiction's a disease, and it's mm-hmm. not a disease. Mm-hmm. All I know is, I'm just happy Jim Justice is actually making them big yeah. boy decisions on the yeah. behalf of. West Virginia. No so. more face diapers, man. No more face diapers yeah. after June twentieth, and I'm happy for that. Yeah, um, I'm pretty. I never pretty wore stoked. the motherfuckers to begin with, and they wasn't going to make me wear the son of a bitches. He never did. Mm-mm. He never did. How many times have I got COVID? I don't know. Well, I don't know. Our very first podcast episode. We might a have, little, but uh, I didn't get tested. I, I mean, I've never been tested. And I, I hope I don't ever get it. I'm but, still kicking. So, but yeah, thank you, Jim Justice, for uh, yeah, we'll, for, for doing something good. We'll throw you a bone. I'll bud. throw you a thumbs up. Just don't you you don't when we throw you the bone, bud. Don't swallow the bone. I yeah. know it, I know it's tempting, but dude, you'll choke. I was uh, <laughs> I was uh, at my parents, you know, for Mother's Day. Yeah, you know, just for you know, go out there little little eatery and stuff. Yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> I, they was chopping up all the old watermelon, and uh, yeah, my niece was just <laughs> killing the old watermelon, you know. And yeah. uh, she was just, they was like, "Are you eating all those seeds?" And she said, "Yep." And it just sparked a thing in my head. Did your parents ever tell you not to eat? Like when you ate an apple, told you not to eat the seeds, or it'll grow in your belly? Did it grow in your yeah. belly? That Dude, is nobody tells kids that bullshit. That's disturbing. <laughs> you know how yeah. scary that is as a kid. You accidentally swallow a <laughs> Dude, seed. I, th- I thought for sure it was gonna grow in my belly. Nobody tells kids shit like that no more, man. Dude, isn't that crazy? I thought I was. I was like, I don't know if that's just like. My parents, all parents, nah, West Virginia, nah, they like country no, parents. I'm pretty sure it was like all parents at one time told uh, told kids that that's like <laughs> it'll grow in their belly. That's like one of the. <laughs> well, I do know that there is one seed you can plant that will cause something to grow in your <laughs> belly. Oh, yeah. he's talking the seed of life. Yeah, to keep yeah, it. That's uh, what I'm saying. Beat. Like, let's G. Let's get this little curly headed. Baby, oh, curly. he's hair. he's dropping the he, he's trying to plant that seed. Yeah, and hopefully planted the mental seed to convert into the physical seed. That fizzy seed, you know. It is what it is. Oh, here's another thing, dude. What's that? So, we like rap music and stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. So I was watching. I love uh, black people music. I was watching uh some battle raps, man. Yeah. And they get so intense. And some of them got some like crazy punch lines. And you're like, holy shit, how do you think of that? Yeah. But m- like what I've noticed is the majority of them, they don't have a cadence. They're just screaming and they're like trying to get that aggression to, and all that stuff. Yeah. But my question is, like they, they write this stuff and they're like, oh, do they go look in the mirror and practice like their battle rap yelling, dissing themselves in the mirror? Yeah. You know how like actors like are in the mirror, pra- like mirror practicing their lines? Yeah. Could you imagine? Like, like just being the girlfriend of somebody like oh, who's like screaming in the mirror. Like, it's just in the mirror like, 
like uh this dude he he was one of the here's one of the lines he was screaming but he's like he said uh he said something he's like this in the guy but he's like i made something for nothing like i nutted and i was like <laughs> what <laughs> and he was like he was screaming but he he said i made something from nothing from nothing yeah, yeah, made yeah, something yeah, yeah. from nothing. I was like, "Damn, boy, yeah. that was pretty good." But like, the battle rap is so crazy. I was just thinking, like, while I was watching, I was like, "How do these guys rehearse?" Because they normally it's acapella, no beat, and then they're just screaming. It's kind of come like they, it's, it's comedy in rap because they're just making fun of them with these crazy punchlines. And I'm like, "Oh, they, oh it's funny." They've definitely got that friend that's not as into rap that they <laughs> practice on. They're just like, "Dude, quit." Fucking <sighs> talking shit, man. Just let me let me eat my burrito, okay? They're like burrito, I see yo, or whatever. <laughs> you know, and it's like, dude, let me eat this fucking thing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I was, I thought about that when I watched that. And I was like, what in the? But a lot of people, a lot of people that we know don't even mess with like the battle rap. I know a few of them. I'm not real deep into it, but every now and then I'll see like a crazy punchline. I just, like, I just like writing songs, man. That was always my thing. I just always like, I writing. started writing a new song. Did you? Yep. Yeah. It's called, uh, break with Mary is what I'm thinking about naming it. What? Yeah. Break with Mary. Yep. What is that? Like converting from Catholicism? Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to name it, but it, it's something that I don't do a lot, which is partaking in marijuana smog. Oh, nice. Did you do it for for inspiration? Mm, sort of. Oh, nice. I can't confirm nor deny. But does music make you like, does it alter your mood to make you want to do certain uh, drugs or like? Yeah. Okay, so 100%. I was like. <laughs> Yeah, hundred percent. He didn't even like think about that one. He was like right in there. But uh, I, I was listening to uh, what was it, Merle Haggard, "Mama Tried," and it was like first thing I remember. I was like, dude, I want a beer so bad <laughs> right now. I was driving over work, and then like I skipped through it. And, you know, my music stuff it goes all over the place. It was oh like, yeah. If you're going to San Francisco, I was like, dude, I want a doobie right now. Like, oh, I want to, I want to smoke so bad, man. Yeah, I get, but I can't smoke. I can't smoke. I get, I get drug. There's tested. definitely some songs that get you, get you in the spirit to do a little, little drug action. Yeah, <laughs> uh, definitely. But the uh, that song, right? It's it's like a vacation song. I was like, man, I, like, cause I've been working some long hours, and I was like, man. I just need a break from everything. Yeah. I and I was like, and so I was like, like that makes me want to do ecstasy. But then you put a melody to, I just need a break from everything. <laughs> me and Mary Jane. Yeah. We yeah. always had that spark that flame. Me and Mary Jane. Something like that. That's kind of like the melody and s- something I'm kind of, I'm trying to start yeah. with the chorus first. That's just like a. Trying to serenade the uh, the stoners. The stoners. And then uh, if you're a stoner, shout out, shout out, stoner, shout you out. Yep. And I said, keeping it real, guys, unlocking your potential. Went through the work week. I persevered. Now I'm trying to go out and shine like a chandelier with a can of beer, can of bis, and that's where kind of, kind of beer, can of bis. Yeah. yeah. So double fist, and you know what I'm saying? Nice. I dig it. It's been a long time since I've written real really sat down and thought about it so yeah it feels good to get back into the old spirit i, I don't just know. i just like writing man it just feels I, I good i love writing i, I don't care what storytelling you can tell a story yeah. you can conjure up anything yeah. and 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 kind of kind of do it dude absolutely i tried so, to think of a <laughs> i tried to think of a joke by the way oh yeah i, I was gonna say what do you what sometimes. do you call a legendary lesbian what's that a lejesbian. A lejesbian? <laughs> yeah. I tried to be something. That's not quite there, brother. Lejesbian? I, I don't... I don't... I don't get it. Like a... Let's just take a legend and lesbian oh. and mixing the words. Oh, okay. Kind of Lesbian. Lejesbian. <laughs> Are you high right now? <laughs> no. <laughs> Dude, this energy, man. You know what I think sounds like lesbian? That was a horrible joke and I'm sorry Despian. for it. Despian. Yeah, like the actor... Or whatever. I've always thought those two sounded very. Speaking similar. of lesbians and stuff, how you know what fuck, I wish? Uh, how, hold on, <laughs> wait a minute. How the fuck did they get to be the first letter in LGBTQ? Like, 
Wasn't what Hayes doing it first? I can tell you why. Because all these straight guys were out here Googling that shit. Yeah, oh, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's 100%. Yeah, yeah that's like that's the first easy, thing I Google easy search. Boom, okay, you got it. And they are taking more letters. I just saw that they added like there, it's I, I, A, and O. And then they're going to put dash AI because of robots. Shout out the last episode. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I think they fucking did. I think they did already, man. I don't. Fucking, they're going to get the whole alphabet by the time. Y'all, I hope so, Y'all dude. better stay the fuck They already got my M. initial Q. Yeah. Queer. yeah, they did, dude. But that's that's why he had to change his name to Yeti, man. Yeah, dude. He didn't these... want to be associated with the pride, dude. I think they should add. <laughs> they should add M. Hey, pride's a sin. But but they should add midget in there. Like, there's gotta be like, dude, dude, <laughs> dude. midget. Like, dude. like they need their own. Like, they need somebody to uh, rally them up. Just kind of like Dewey Cox or let me hold you midget man. A like midget they, came into work and bought a car, right? Oh, hell yeah. And I had a lot of questions <laughs> I wanted to ask him, but I didn't. Dude, why didn't you? Did you get his number? Well, I wanted to ask him like, I, nah, they got his, they got his number. I could probably call him. Dude, don't you like he post was a the cool picture of him dude. like when they like buy a car and I, shit? I don't know if they got, I don't know if he was they, down for the they, picture. First <laughs> off, <laughs> First off, you see it, and like all you see is Q, just like, <laughs> and you don't see anybody. You just <laughs> First of all, dude, his old lady, I don't, which I think his old lady was, I mean, was she regular size? Roscoe, thick regular size boy. I mean, oh shit, she put him in a backpack and carried her. <laughs> At first, he was like, oh, they left, and he came back, and he said, he's like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And he's like, okay, cool. And he's like, man, do you guys offer any, like, warranties and insurance? And he's like, like what? He's like, like some strut and spring insurance, because I don't know if you've seen her, but she's a big old woman. She's big. He said, and I live on, a, on them old brick roads, and in my car, I think the bottom's going to fall out. <laughs> oh shit. And I was rolling. I was like, dude, Damn. you have to get that guy's number. I need a midget friend. Like, and I think they should be represented in some way. Like, they don't have to join the LGBTQ. Like, they can join, like, uh, I don't know. They can start their own coalition, and we can stand outside with yeah. signs and shit. Like, there needs to be more midget. How many midget accessible cars did you have, bro? None, really. Exactly. You got to have a step exactly. stool to get in there. Dude, the dude I work with was like, Q, man. You see this guy? And I was like, yeah. He's like, you think he's got a regular size dick? <laughs> I was like, "What, dude? He's that's like, why we need a think about it. We need a midget friend. There's so many things I want to ask midgets, and For, I I'm fascinated by midgets. No disrespect to them, I love them. No, like they're great. Have you ever seen like? Oh, if you never need to get in a bro, crawl space, there was a there was like a very <laughs> thick, thick midget. Like I I want to say a fat midget woman on TikTok twerking dude like doing it <laughs> doing like a little cardi b dance and i was like dude, this looks like a fucking butterball turkey dude she had i like, know who you're talking yeah, about dude, she legit looked like a butterball turkey with dancing. that fucking head it's like dude why don't they <laughs> that needs to be the mascot right my, there, my biggest question to him and and this is going to be like a bad joke or whatever and this is serious <laughs> i just want to know when they like how they wiped their ass because their arms aren't oh. long do they like? Is there like an unwritten rule that midgets have to have up a day? No, no, no. Here's the thing, dude. And I saw it the other day, and this has to be it. There's something for old people that they sell at like Walgreens, <laughs> to where when they can't reach their ass, they use something else to like get up under there. Dude, that's gotta be it. That's gotta be it. I would have never known that. I would have sat here puzzled, but dude, you have to be right because you th like. But what if what if they fall in? Like uh, legs up, like you know. Well, I think I think it's just how the good Lord designed them because they got the, generally they got them thick rumpers back there. They do. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man! Oh, dude! Oh man! I love shout out midget. <laughs> yeah, if no you're a midget and you're watching it. Little we, people, midget. We want dwarfs. you. We want you on here, man. We yeah. would love to have a midget. A guest. true one. Yeah, a true one. I got one. so many questions. Not so. no, just like not just because you're short. Like I'm talking about a real ass midget. Yeah, and um, I, <laughs> I just can't. I just, oh man, I don't, I don't man, know, man. We will get you a little chair if that's what you want. We'll get a little micro. I mean, I don't know if everything's got to be little, but like, 
you know, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll make, we'll accommodate. Oh, shout dude. out midgets. <laughs> yeah, dude. Shout them out. I have no, uh, no quarrels with them. And yeah, I want one on, we're, the, one on the podcast. We're here for y'all. So uh, I think we're going to wrap it up with that. Anything else you want to say, my brother? Um, the last thing I will say is I want to thank everybody that tunes in. Yep. We got our Facebook started growing a little bit. We're pretty stoked about that. The YouTube's grown a little bit. We're also stoked about that. So continue oh, yeah. to uh, to uh, take that fucking dong and tap that fucking subscribe Absolutely. button. Absolutely. Reach around and uh, put one in the back the back hole there and hit that like button too. Cause yeah. I like that. Hit that sphincter. Ooh, that's nice. Got that like button. Um, and tell your friends too. Like Yeah, share I'll us. Run run a run a fucking trade on our <laughs> yeah, podcast. Fucking do it, dude. Y'all tell your buddies, say, listen, man, he like, we got this podcast. Dude, I'm gonna finger fuck that like button and yeah. you could uh you can hit that subscribe button at the same time simultaneously. Ooh. Yeah. But on the real, we hope everybody enjoys what we're doing because we love doing what we're doing. It's super fun. Yeah. Um, Rep West Virginia. 100%. And my final thought would be, excuse me, that was bull crap and I apologize. But my final thought would be just go out there, live your life, and chase those moments of happiness. Oh, yeah. Opportunity. Um, As far as final thoughts, um, I think my final thought would have to be that I just enjoyed getting out and the, like doing this podcast is one of those times it's an opportunity for me to seize a little bit of happiness so alright break away y'all. we out of here peace peace Spent that first summer